everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. Yay. Yay. It's it's December. It's Christmas. Yeah. Wow, it is. It's Christmas. The Freeform movie, ABC Family movie night started tonight. Mm. It snew last night here. It did. It snewed. It snowed, so it's I like I was just telling Jillian I can see a beautiful pine tree full of snow out my window right now, and I just I'm all cozed up with my heater and my blanket and my sweater, and I'm 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 just feeling the cozy the cozy winter vibes right now. You're going full like higa. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely full huga. Yeah, I get that, and I am not that currently because I'm in the attic, and Christmas has just thrown up all over the attic. So there's like mm-hmm. boxes and our old Christmas tree and like all the Halloween decorations and everything that we took down and we just haven't put away in the back room yet. Like, yeah, my life is just surrounded by boxes. So Jillian, what have you been watching the past week or so? Oh my God. I'm so prepared for this. I have a Uh, section in my notes. Hell yes. Hmm. I know. I wrote down the title (laughs) of one show I was watching, so I didn't forget it. So I'm prepared too. Hell yeah. So we've been watching all of the Christmas, like, food competitions, etc. And of I think course. the only two that are really worth mentioning are Sugar High and Sugar Rush. And they're by the same people. And one's Sugar High is just like fancy sugar work. And Sugar Rush is like the same as last year. It's just like a holiday amateur baker competition. But it's cute and it's fun. That sounds fun, but it sounds like if I watched that, my blood sugar would just automatically go up just by watching it. I have to have a snack when I watch it because otherwise <laughs> I'm like... I cannot watch cooking shows or like any shows about food without wanting to eat, needing to eat mm-hmm. immediately. And so. needing to eat whatever it is that they're making. And so Pretty then much, you just yes. kind of have like depressing Cheez-Its and you're like, well, <laughs> I got to have something else to make it almost as good as this thing I see on TV. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then <laughs> we started this new show on Netflix that I think came out a couple weeks ago. And it's called The Real Lives of Bollywood Wives. Okay. It is so chaotic. <laughs> it sounds like it. It's very good, but everyone somehow is related to each other. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just some weird stuff going on, which I'm all here for because it's just rich people being like, we're not that rich. We have a normal life. We only have the cleaner come like once a day. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a live-in maid. Yeah. <laughs> we don't own a person. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, and then like half of it, this woman, one of the one of the wives, just um, is like shitting on her in-house help or housekeeper, like the whole time, and I'm just like, every moment of this reminds me of the caste system in both India and the U.S. Yeah. and the U.K. And I'm like, this is not fun. This is no, not fun. Not. That's uncomfortable for sure. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, it's a good trash watch. It's kind of like yeah. wives and girlfriends of football players in the U.K. Mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just. Real nouveau riche stuff. I guess it's kind of it's kind of nice to see that that kind of behavior it, it it's it spans all cultures. Mm-hmm. It's you it's can be human. a rich it's bitch wherever human. you are. Humanity is wonderful, wonderful <laughs> thing. Yeah, I don't know. It was it's wild and it's crazy. And um, we haven't finished it yet because it got to be a little much after two episodes in a row. We were mm-hmm. like, we gotta we gotta find some conflict resolution TV. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> What have you been watching? Um, so, well, first off, I wanted to mention that um, I watched that movie about the librarian. Holly and Ivy? Holly and Ivy, because my I, it was my grandma's birthday 
last week and I called her and I was talking to her on the phone and she was like, now, honey, I watched this movie on Hallmark and it reminded me so much of you. And I was like, don't tell me, Mama. Don't tell me. I already know what it is. <laughs> and so I felt like since two people had mentioned it to me, I had to watch it. So mm-hmm. I made Kyler watch it and it was just, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Uh-huh. Just pure cheese, like just, but for the Christmas vibes. And like we talked about, I really appreciated the, the the accuracy of the not being able to find <laughs> library work yeah. um and also i loved how like they literally there was the whole plot of these kids mom dying and they literally just like didn't even talk about that at all yeah they just were like, just like died. she's gonna be dead and then they're like a year later you're adopted <laughs> <laughs> it was like okay yeah all right let's not let's not talk about the bad stuff this okay. isn't lifetime we're not gonna focus on the trauma <laughs> it's true it's true i mean honestly there's been enough trauma in 2020 in our own lives at home so like that's fine we can just pretend it doesn't exist exactly uh so i watched that uh which was fun and it got me in the christmas spirit i've watched a couple other christmas movies like we watched christmas vacation on thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. just, those movies are on and it's hard not to watch them and get sucked into them every year oh yeah uh but then on a completely different note i also watched i watched this on hulu but it's um an investigative discovery like oh, miniseries which one it's uh, it's cults and extreme belief <gasps> i've watched like two episodes of that it was so. I think I've watched all but one of them, but it, they were so good. They're there was so like Nexium. Mm-hmm. There was um, the Children of God, which that one was really fucked up. Yeah, that was I think the um, one that we left off on because we were oh like, we just need God. a palate cleanser. That one is so fucked up. There's like just all of these like you know cult systems, um, and it it was like like an hour long um Docu- special series, per each one. Yeah. yeah, and it had like people that were part of the cult talking about it. So anyway, it was really quality quality television so i highly recommend watching that if if that is something that interests you because fucked up fucked up fucked up fucked up i love a good cult oh me too i mean i hate them but i love them (laughs) love them but you hate them (laughs) which uh brings us neatly to our topic today firm transition (laughs) we are back we are back on the duggar train of course all aboard the duggar train um and this this um, episode, we are going to be talking about Counting On Season 4, which is basically like Ginger's wedding season, mm-hmm. essentially. It's the Ginger season. It's the Ginger season part two. The first one was like yeah. the Ginger season, or season three was Ginger and Jeremy's courtship. And then this one was their engagement and their wedding. Yeah, and I, just, I don't care about most of it anymore. Like, honestly, I know we were yes. talking about this beforehand, but like so many flashbacks to even just like last season. Mm-hmm. And it's like, please stop showing me fucking Ben eating that taco eight times. I mean, it's hilarious after eight times still, but I don't care anymore. Yeah, we don't need to see it. it we don't like we don't need you guys just to like be buying out time. Like if, if you guys don't have that much new material then maybe like you don't need a whole episode on that one thing yeah give us just a suggestion we want the secrets not the flashback exactly we want the dirt like come on i mean obviously they're not gonna give us dirt but like we want yeah we we want new stuff at least yeah yeah for real but let's get into it we're gonna start with episode one which is called the ginger gown the the ginger down that ginger down. Gen- ginger down. Gen- ginger ginger down. down. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that is okay. Um, I started this episode and the immediate first thing that I wrote in my notes was, oh my God, this whole season is wedding planning. Please fucking kill me. 
Yep, pretty much. God, I don't um, care that much. Like, I like say yes to the dress, but I don't have to do anything but the dress. Yes, the dress is nice and fun. But yeah, there are, there are certain aspects to wedding planning that don't translate as well to television as others. Wedding dresses do. The wedding dress shopping, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, a vi- very visual experience. So, mm-hmm. you know, have an episode on that. That's fine. I get that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really need to, you know talk about like table settings and shit like i'm good that's not the fun stuff i don't care what you're having at your fucking reception honestly just give me no. a theme just say we're having italian we're having barbecue we're having whatever no mm-hmm. please don't fucking list shit to me <laughs> <laughs> anyway so this episode we start um ginger and some of the family are going to virginia to go wedding dress shopping. Um, they are going to the same place where I think Jill and Jessa both got their wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm guessing it's like a, a Miss Renee is her name. And I'm assuming she's very into like modest wedding dresses. I Googled is my guess. this because I was super curious and they have a whole post about it on the Duggar family blog. Hell yes. But um, she basically does just regular dresses, but found that she could take their money. Oh, well, good for her. And hey, she watches whatever. the show. Like, she watched 19 Kids and Counting or something, so. Okay. Well, I mean, good publicity for her, too, so whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for taking money from the Duggars. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, you go, Renee. <laughs> so, they go get her wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, they all have to discuss what they think Ginger's style is. Yes. <sighs> we talk about how Ben said that her, her style was urban. Yeah. He has clearly has no idea what that means because no. that ginger no ginger that's like the opposite of what ginger yeah is. ginger's er, like any of the Duggar style basic preppy yes yeah. yes and I love how they're all like elegant classy unique and I'm like is it unique it's like sweaters and skirt it's like a plain sweater and a jean skirt like and a just, scarf yeah it's like, a hallmark fucking movie outfit exactly exactly it's like okay yeah hallmark movie hallmark christmas special mm-hmm. that's ginger style uh before we get into the dress dress they talked a little bit about specifics of the wedding so they plan to get married in three months so that's a pretty short engagement and they had like a i think three months or less courtship too mm-hmm. so that's comforting um, and they're going to have 10 guys and 10 girls in their bridal party, which no fucking thank you. No, no. We had three each and we didn't have a like processional. We just had mm-hmm. everybody stood up there and got ready and then we entered. Yeah, we had five and that was like drawing the line. Like that was like, I, I'm not doing any more than that. Yeah, if um, you had done more than five, I would have been sitting in the, the chairs and been like, how many more of these are there? Yes, yes. <laughs> um but yeah but i mean and then they talk about how they invited like 1200 people and they're expecting like a thousand and it's like oh my fucking like that sounds fucking horrific to yeah, me yeah that sounds like the worst day like i would definitely need an immediate honeymoon after that and be like sorry cell phone yeah. doesn't work oh and then thinking about a gathering of a thousand people during covid like makes me want to throw like obviously this was a long time ago but mm-hmm. it's like i cannot separate my mind i mean doesn't matter get married again soon and they're gonna have a thousand person yeah it's true i mean uh justin and claire just got engaged oh yeah because they're babies they're like they're babies they're 18 yeah he turned 18 and then got engaged the next day um and i don't think they've set a date yet or at least they haven't publicly said anything but i'm sure they're not gonna wait for covid to be over they don't fucking care no they don't care 
COVID's fake. God's got it. God's got yeah. it. God's got it. I read a meme today on Facebook <laughs> that was from one of the like super Christian groups. I don't know who posted it, but it was just like, if COVID can do this to the world, imagine what God can do with a mustard seed. And I'm like, like fucking blow up the planet, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound as comforting know. as you think it does. Yeah, that sounds like, yeah, no, I don't want to think about that. That's some real revelations bullshit. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they were talking about all of their bridesmaids and groomsmen's, mm-hmm. and um, I really appreciated that Jeremy was like, well, the other, br- the other groomsmen are my special guys. <laughs> special guys. Special guys. Special guys. Um, yeah, and also, I have to correct myself, because I think a couple episodes ago I said that I thought Jeremy was an only child, but he's not. He has two siblings. Yeah, he's the but- youngest. He's the youngest, but he has a reasonable number of siblings. Yeah, like, yeah, three is not weird. Three is fine. Yeah, no, three is fine. Especially because I think it's like one girl and two boys or something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They had a pair, and then we're just like, we'll just round this out with a trio. Yeah, so I apologize for lying to you all. That was mean of me. Fake news. Fake news. I'm so sorry. I'm no better than the president. No better. But speaking of the president, when they were going dress shopping, did you see how bad Michelle's fake tan was she's she needs like some help in the makeup department for sure it's she does not know how to choose her colors no like usually she's fine when she's not wearing makeup or wearing just a little bit of makeup or whatever and most shots and then sometimes when she like goes out on the town i'm just like please please yeah this was this was in like 2016 i think ginger and jeremy get married like either a few days before or a few days after the election so like Maybe she really was just feeling inspired by by the dawn. Yeah, maybe she was celebrating the Cheeto. Well, I hope you're in celebrating now. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) so, yeah, they go dress shopping. They try on dresses. I mean, I think that the the dress that Ginger ended up with, which they were going to make some further changes to it. But I think it was like it was it was pretty. It was not like anything I would choose, but it was a pretty dress. I Mm -hmm. think. Of all of the Duggar weddings, at least for the girls, like Ginger's, like at least stylistically was the one that I hated the least, even mm-hmm. though like. It looked like a regular one that you'd see yeah. on like Say Yes to the Dress or something of someone who it, didn't want to be booby. Right. It was just like a kind of a classy, elegant vibe to it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like Little House on the Prairie. It was. Exactly. Kind yeah. Of just traditional doily. Exactly. Um. Also, I wrote down a comment that Joy uh, Joy said. She said, yeah, it's probably just easier to have someone design your dress than having to dig through all the options. And I'm like, that is like the most privileged thing I've ever said. Oh, it's probably easier. Just have someone design it. Oh, okay, but Joy. But also, you have like no idea what goes into making a dress, too. Because yeah. like, I looked at like getting a dress altered like getting a cheaper dress and having a seamstress do stuff and it's like adding that extra line of like lace mm-hmm. and shit costs hundreds of dollars and hours yeah. and hours of work yeah i mean even just like i remember when i got my wedding dress and then needed to get it tailored in a little bit like just the amount of work that went into like tailoring it to fit your body like mm-hmm. a dress that's already been made and already been manufactured like that alone is a ton of work and money like that's a, a big undertaking. Yeah, yeah. It's the true Duggar privilege. They have no idea what they're talking about, but they know how to do it best. 
Exactly. That's that's them. And I, I think I, I talked about that later on and I especially get that vibe from from the guys. And I think we mm-hmm. were talking about this earlier today, like especially Derek and Jeremy and Jim God. Bob and Austin later on, like they have the very like sanctimonious, like I know what's best, even though like they have no con like no idea what Mm-mm. like nothing they're no constantly experience. fucking walking into rooms and being surprised about things yeah and you're and like come like, on man you gotta figure this out like it's not just gonna be easy peasy like they were so freaking out about the flowers in the later episodes it's yeah like, <laughs> it's all in God's planning hands. yeah planning is a good thing to do it helps no but only planning god ahead. can plan oh that's true i'm sorry god owns all the planners god owns aaron condren <laughs> that's i mean that's true i guess yeah kind of um, and so while the girls were um wedding dress shopping which um this since this happened in virginia and i guess jeremy's f- parents live in philadelphia i think mm-hmm. they were able to come um which was nice to have the or jeremy's mom was involved in the dress shopping and then jeremy's dad stayed back and hung out with ben and derek and gave them like parenting advice, advice which like, like thank god because i don't think the Vuelos are half as nut bar as the duggars that's true so. like they could definitely use some outside outside perspective especially i guess coming from somebody who that they can probably relate to a little bit mm-hmm. but you know still giving them a little bit uh one quote that uh Vuelo senior said i don't know his name i don't know um <laughs> i just called him papa Vuelo. <laughs> there we go he said it's always a joy being with young fathers <laughs> I just thought that was, like, such a weird thing to say. Yeah, fuck the old fathers. <laughs> fuck them. <clears throat> Young fathers are where it's at. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's creepy. I did not <laughs> hear that part because I was still really freaking out that they chose to go to an ice cream place that just served vanilla bean ice cream. It wasn't even ice cream. It was, like, frozen vanilla bean frozen custard. Uh-huh. And they kept saying, we're going to get ice cream. Honey, that is not fucking ice cream. Yeah. I don't, like... It's different. It's still good, but it's different. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody was telling me I'm going to get ice cream and they give me that, I would be fucking disappointed. I know. That's not. That's not ice cream. Yeah, like it sounds nice, but yeah, it's not really a Duggar. I'm sure it's somebody in the church. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, come get my ice cream. My ice cream shop, and they really think they're getting ice cream, and they have to be like, oh fuck, it's just vanilla bean custard. Mm -hmm. Cool Mm, custard. Let's pretend we like it. And then I like how they basically just spent the whole rest of the episode, all of them shitting on Jessa being bossy as hell. Mm-hmm. Which, yes. I mean, she is. Especially in this season, I saw it more and more that she's just, like, getting very, again, sanctimonious mm-hmm. about everything. I think my family thinks I'm like Jessa because that's exactly what all of my family functions are. It's like, let's talk about how me and Megan is. <laughs> <laughs> so I related to that. Oh, no, you're um, Jessa. I guess so. I guess I'm Jessa. Uh, don't worry, I won't be naming my first son Spurgeon. Surgeon. Yes, it'll be Surgeon. Cool. Surgeon Sturgeon? Sur- Surgeon Sturgeon, yes, exactly. You can call him Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Spurge. <laughs> Spurgey. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, episode two? <laughs> episode two, yeah, let's move on let's to episode, episode two. two. This one's called could it be twins even though like that had nothing to do with anything i'm sure it's just because jessa and ben did that whole stupid doubling the love where everyone oh, thought God. that she was pregnant with twins and she's like no just two babies now instead of two just babies one. now because the first one is still a baby because i don't know how to space my children out 
Why would you want to if you want to have 19? I guess that's true. Oh, ouch. What anyway. else are you going to do <laughs> if not raise children? I, I mean, what else is there to do? It's not like women can do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Jessa is 18 weeks pregnant with their second baby. Um, and they're going to Jill's at the beginning of this episode to listen to the heartbeat. And this is when they start teasing. Oh, yeah, we I mean, we don't technically know if it's one or two. And it's like, honey, it's one. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. They went to Jill's for an ultrasound because Jill is certified and licensed as a midwife. Mm-hmm. And Jessa is undecided if she thinks it's a boy or a girl, although she thinks it's a boy. But she's been having morning sickness and isn't showing. And this will feel <sighs> like confirmation to her to hear the heartbeat. Yeah, I just I don't really understand the logic with people being like, yeah, um, I'm I've gotten more morning sickness this time, or like my back hurts extra weird this time, so it must be the other sex. Like, sorry, if your kid has a penis or a vagina, it does not affect like your symptoms. Mm-mm. No, no, it's like way more hyper specific than that. Yeah, every pregnancy for every woman is different. Like the same woman can have wildly different pregnancies. Mm-hmm. And every, you know, pregnancy is fucking weird. Like, let me just say that. Oh, yeah. Pregnancy is like the weirdest alien shit. Oh, yeah. No, fully weird. Like, we just become little spaceships and plop (laughs) out a fucking creature. It's disgusting if you really think about it. A creature that's helpless and would die if you were to walk away from it. (laughs) How did humanity ever survive? I don't know, man. I think society. (laughs) Like, the fact that we created groups helped. I guess so. Ugh. You know, the old caveman saying, it takes a village. True. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Oh, I think the only like old wives tale around pregnancy that's actually true about how you feel is something about whatever makes baby's hair grow makes heartburn. you have a lot of heartburn. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the only true one. And I'm like, that, okay. That I can see. I can mm-hmm. see that more just because that is like, if it's some type of, but like, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I, can I have heard that like before, some though. chemical reaction going on to make hair because right, I don't understand right. how you make hair. Hair is crazy, and some babies come out completely bald, and some babies come out with like a whole head of hair. Some babies go bald; they like come out with a head mm-hmm. of hair, and then they just fluff it off, and their hair comes in a whole fluff different color. Off. Yes, <laughs> I don't know, man. Babies are wild, and they look babies like dads, are. like their dads, <laughs> so much. Like maybe that's why some of them lose their hair because like their mom has blonde hair and their dad has dark hair, and they're like, "Look, yeah. look like you, pop." psych (laughs) exactly in this episode we also have some more um wedding planning going on of course ginger and jeremy have to have italian food at the rehearsal dinner because jeremy's italian so you know rigatoni and the other yeah italian yeah so great um so italian there jeremy the rest of this episode the end um we get another flame appearance does anybody here believe it does anybody here believe it i believe i believe i believe i believe (laughs) because jessa and ben are going to a flame concert or i guess it's like a music festival that flames i'm sure it's like a christian music festival that flame is playing at it's like they're playing Um, outside a choir the fire or something yeah exactly um and so they go they bring spurgy of course and this is jessa's first ever concert Mm mm-hmm Poor girl. Because as one of the boys said, the Duggars don't go to concerts. Going out with large crowds is inconvenient. Yeah. Like, also, y'all just might see something about yeah, the world. It's true. Um, they're not allowed to dance or anything. So, like, what's the point yeah. of going to concerts? Fuck, why um, would you like music? God. 
Uh, yeah, that's why they only listen to like classical shit. Stuff you can't really well, you can dance to classical music, but whatever. Um, so <laughs> at this appearance, they go backstage before Flame goes on and talk to them and they're like, Ben, we want you to come up on stage. And at first you're like, Oh my god, no, no, they're not gonna make <laughs> him do it. Uh, but then they're like, squirt a water gun, and it's like, oh thank God, something even even poor dumb Ben probably can't. I fuck just up. love that how Flame described it. He's like, just imagine everybody's in the moment, everybody's having a good time, and then they're just shot with a water gun. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not sure. Like I'm I'm sure it's hot, so probably it would be good, but I don't know if that's the avenue I would go to get there. Yeah, that's not like the first thing that would come to mind for sure. <laughs> Every time I'm at um, a concert, I'm like, I wish I could be more damp. <laughs> I wish I could be shot in the face with a water gun right now by a random white man by on a fundy. Stage. I want to be by a shot fundy. in the face by a fundamentalist at a concert. Oh God! <laughs> always my first thought. Honestly, now every time I go to a concert, that will be my first. If I ever go to a concert, let's be real. I know. I God. don't know if I'll they ever leave my house They can't shoot again. us through the screen if we only go to virtual concerts. Fuck yeah. You are so right. More reason to stay home forever. Yeah. But on the other hand, concerts don't have Duggars at them and probably never will. So it's it'll true. be the one safe place. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to episode three. This one is called Bachelor Pad Makeover. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead. Want to talk about this one? <laughs> I just this one just made me so upset, and this made me hate Jessa in this one because like usually I really like Jessa, but she was just like so shitty about this dude's stuff. Like it's got to be what Ginger wants, and I get you know fighting for your sister and not wanting to live in a slummy hellhole, but leave the fucking books. It just seemed like what Jessa wanted, not what Ginger wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was so fucking, like, she was extra here. I don't know what it was. Maybe, Pregnancy. I mean, she's pregnant. So <laughs> I hate to be like that because I always, you know, it's, like, annoying to have, like, oh, she's feeling this way because of some reason. But, like, yeah, she's she is pregnant. not dealing with their shit because she has morning sickness and feels like crap. I know. I'm a bitch I when mean, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, I get that completely. Um, so... Let's see. Yeah. So this episode, Ginger, Ben, Joy, and Justin go to Laredo to fix up Jeremy's, too many J's, to fix up Jeremy's apartment. His new apartment, basically, because it's a two-bed. new two-bedroom, plain-as-hell apartment. I know. It was so boring, but, like, then they just brought in basic-ass white girl shit. It was some of the worst decor I've ever seen in my life. Like, simultaneously hideous and so plain. Yeah, it was just like walking into a sold-out homes, home goods. Everything that everyone else has left yep. behind. Like the big Delaware signs. Like, an, like a home <laughs> goods clearance rack, basically, is what their house is like. So, home goods on yikes. Black Friday night. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> just not, not ideal. Uh, but yeah, you had Jessa basically bossing them around and trying to figure out where all of Jeremy's books go because Je- like books are Jeremy's personality. He's decided to like mm-hmm. that's his thing. He's like, oh, I love books, which like annoys me because I actually like that's yeah. Anyway, we I know like too many books, people and I'm like sure that. that. He's just reading like what's that guy's name? Robbins, Tom, Mark, Robbins. I don't know the really like religious evangelical books. He, that's yes, what he's in. Yes. 
And it's just like so annoying when people are like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm like so sophisticated because I read books. It's like you're not fucking special, but OK. <laughs> I know. I always feel terrible when people are like, oh, what are your hobbies? And I'm like reading because my only options are like watching TV, watching movies. I don't really like hobbies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they had the the Rembrandt, <laughs> which was so funny that like it caused so much strife. Does he think it's, like, a real, like, Rembrandt I don't know. I think it's painting? probably the only picture that he's ever liked and felt something. Which is funny, since Rembrandt was all about, like, science and shit. Oh, this is... Okay, so going back to another plotline in this episode, we learn about Gaggy Derek. I swear to fucking God, the only reason I put up with this episode is because it karmically feels right that Derek gets to vomit when he does something that he likes. Because fuck Derek. He's an asshole. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they all are. But yeah, he... So this episode, it talked about how Derek, like, and he said this has been a problem since he was, like, in high school, but it be, it's become worse and worse, where every time he's running, and Jill talks about how it's, like, every time he eats anything, he just feels really gaggy, and he's been to, like, doctors about it and stuff, and, like, it sounds awful. I, I mean... I mean... It sounds horrible. Maybe you're going to have to wear a VOG mask when you go out and run. And you're going to have to change your diet because 99% sure that's an allergy reaction. It has to be. Like, I don't know what else it could be. Like, that's the only other time. The only time I've ever felt like that was when I discovered I was allergic to English cucumbers. And <laughs> it's because I put a couple in my water glass at work one day for like, ooh, flavor, hydrate in this soul-sucking cold office at my last job. And um, then I was like, man, I just feel like I'm going to be like sick. And so I was like, I'm just going to keep drinking water, hydrate. And then it was just like more and more. And apparently it's just like your throat, like lightly swelling <laughs> and it hits your gag reflex. So I diagnosed him. Fuck your dumb doctor. Cool. Sorry. Um, Thank you for just cooling me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. Cool, bro. Um, <laughs> All right, Jessa. I was, <laughs> I was trying to formulate my next sentence, but my oh, no. brain is like running at half speed right now. I got you. I'm not. <laughs> I didn't think you were actually being mean. It was just funny. But yeah, he, so they go to the doctor and you are right though. The doctor does refer to him as, to an allergist. So at least he's like thinking along the same lines as yeah. you. Um, you would, you'd think that that would be something he says he's been to like GI doctors and stuff, which uh, like that makes sense that he would go to those, but you would think that he would have been referred to an allergist at some point mm -hmm. for those symptoms. Yeah. Cause I got referred to an allergist before I got referred to a GI doctor for my tummy mm -hmm. troubles. They were like, Oh, it's gotta be like food sensitivities or something that you're allergic to. And the only other thing uh, that yeah. I learned is I'm lightly allergic to peanuts. Hmm. At least it's light. Yeah. Let's see. There, so this start. This introduced the whole plot line of the boy Duggar children buying Ginger a car, mm -hmm. and it was dumb, and it was a bad car in the end. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I think it was a Dodge. That's what it looked like, like a Dodge. Uh, fuck. What are it's those really ugly ones? It looks like the big like um, cockroaches. Yeah. I don't know cars, but I know I know what you're talking about, but I don't know like names of cars at all. I'm not. The only reason me. that I know a Dodge is a Dodge is because like all of the lines are just straight and it kind of looks like yeah. Elon Musk's and <laughs> Ford's fever dream put together. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, but they yeah. bought a boat. They did. They bought a boat. 
Uh, it was cool. Like, can you imagine just going and buying a boat instead no. of a car? And like, yeah, I being like, know. oh, I'm going to buy a car, and then I, oops, I wound up buying a boat instead. I mean, they do have like a use; they'll like sell it, but yeah. like, it is weird. I agree. Yeah, it's still weird, like just to be all like flippant about it. And I guess yeah. that just happens when you have a fuck ton of money and a fuck ton of income streams because you have 19 children. Yep, that'll do it. Yep, that'll do it. Okay, so the next episode, episode four, is called The Bachelor Party. You know it's going to be a great, fun time at a Duggar bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds so fun to me. So fun. I So fun. would play board games and um, drink a lot of high C. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! That's all I got. <laughs> so, um, in addition to the bachelor party, we'll get into that in a second. The other plotline of this episode was Jess and Ben. They get a 3D ultrasound to find out the sex of baby number two. But, of course, it's Jess and Ben, and they have to be extra. So, they're not going to tell anybody else except for the couple of people who went with them what they're having. But they found out what they're having, and they had the classic, oh, let's ask all the siblings what they think they're having. And it's mm-hmm. like, do we need to do this every fucking time? It's babies as a personality trait. Babies as a personality trait. For sure. That's all there is. It's all they got going for him, I guess. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's so dumb. And then they were just like, well, our little baby is going to be, is going to have a sibling. And you're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so funny. So we just all got together to not know. Yeah. And nobody <laughs> really fucking cares that much anyway. Like, no. it's not. It's not like big news what you're having. Like, no, it's like fun. Like, oh, let's tell everyone we're having a girl or boy. Like, yeah, okay, it's fun, whatever. Yeah, it's just like, like another time to like, hey, surprise, we're having a yeah. whatever, and it's like cool. This is cute. You guys yeah. can buy some like dresses. Pink shit now. No, yeah, I don't know. Cool. Um. Anyway, that's boring. But the rest of it, <laughs> rest of this episode is focuses on Jeremy and Ginger's bachelor bachelorette parties, and so Jeremy has some of his. Um, groomsmen and friends come in to Arkansas for the bachelor party. Can you imagine having to travel to Arkansas for a bachelor party? I know. And my other, can you imagine that I wrote in my notes was, can you imagine (laughs) what it's like to have a friend that you like played sports with and like were in college with and stuff. And then all of a sudden he just like quit soccer to become a man of evangelical God. That's what I was wondering. Like what, uh, were his the people in his life like what were their reactions to it because like that's know. like crazy shit that's like a dramatic life change yeah that's not like just... oh i found jesus and you know i go every sunday now that's like oh i found jesus and now i am a born-again virgin i'm not going to kiss the woman that i'm going to marry before we get married like yeah like i, I was a professional f- soccer player i had a college degree but here i'm just gonna go and like He's got a fucking graduate degree. Yeah, yeah. He has a school and lived in Finland. How do you become more religious after living in Finland? (laughs) You know Finland's cold enough that you know there is no God. True. That's true. (laughs) Um, I don't don't understand Jeremy at all. I don't understand how it happened. Maybe he had some, like, really traumatic event, like near-death experience or something. Who knows? Something like that had to have happened. But um, so for their bachelor and bachelorette party, what Jeremy goes golfing in like the most pretentiously annoying um, outfit that I've ever seen anyone mm-hmm. wear because it's Jeremy. So that matches his personality to a T. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and during this time, during the golfing trip, they ask the people like, what is a putter? Which like, I don't golf, but I know I would guess like, oh, that's like the 
the little golf club yeah. yeah and everyone else was like saying the stupidest things but jessa said said something she said is that a little dude that runs around and grabs your balls oh i literally typed that quote out too <laughs> like i was like, i just mm. There is nothing funnier to me than, like, when one of the Duggars accidentally says an innuendo and you know they have no fucking idea what they're saying. Oh, like, yeah. They and the production no team idea. behind the camera is like, they're like, fuck yes, yes. Swallow down that laugh, men. Yeah. This is gold. Um, yeah, I don't know. That whole golf scene was just annoying as shit. And his, like, his friends are such good sports, which is probably why they're like, it's fine that you're a fundamentalist now, I guess. Yeah, they're just like such go with the flow kind of guys. Those are the only ones that stuck around. Everyone else was like, yeah, uh, bye, Jeremy. Yeah. I do have to tell a joke that Chris told me that I have to tell on the okay, podcast good. about tell us. this golf. <sighs> what do evangelicals have in nope i gotta do it again what do evangelicals call golfing and evangelicals having sex for the first time have in common what none of them can find the holes oh (laughs) i like that that's good good job chris tell him i appreciate that that's hard that's his uh guest right on for this week yes hell yes lord have mercy so while the boys were playing their golf, the girls were home making their jewelry because those are the only two options. I know. Why? But why? Why? Why are we making jewelry? I don't know. So they had made. I guess they were making jewelry that they would wear to the like, wedding, yeah. which I, I guess is kind of cool. Like that'd be a kind of a cool activity. But like that's like their whole bachelorette party. It's yeah. just like them making jewelry. Yeah, it's like having a bachelorette party and being like, oh, we're gonna you know decorate the vases. We're gonna work child labor <laughs> yes exactly and the jewelry designer girl who was friends with or married to his i friend. think was yeah i think was uh like the significant other of one of jeremy's friends yeah she's a jewelry designer and mm-hmm. she you could tell she was being coached by the production team at one point it's like "Ooh, what about your first kiss because then her responses were just like i don't give a fuck yeah it's like ew also like can you imagine like planning out your first kiss like what is there to plan i don't know like what you should be doing is practicing (laughs) yeah like it's just you just do it pretty easy but like if you are nervous about it like just be like all right we're gonna stand next to each other and we're gonna see which way our heads should go which way looks feels the best yes exactly yeah not let's talk about it with a hundred people yeah and it's just like it's so cringy to hear these like women in their early 20s being like which way do i turn it's like okay are you fucking 13 but okay yeah they all are they all are 13 yeah god yeah no that was bad um yep and then go the other part of this episode um jill and derek and israel and derek's mom go to the oklahoma state university homecoming Mm -hmm. which was like kind of nice to see like jill being exposed to kind of like the collegiate part of it even though i mean it's oklahoma state university but like still yeah at least she's kind of getting out a little bit and getting that experience and at least derek went to college and hopefully that means good things for it's a state school not a christian school or a mormon school or whatever so like it's it's good good Mm -hmm. hell yeah yeah go see a human once yeah exactly um so yeah that was it was kind of cool to see them like out in like a real setting and not Mm-hmm. just like home in the compound <laughs> and so he was 
Derek was the mascot. Mm-hmm. Derek and Derek's Derek's dad did it yeah. when he was there. And they were the Derek first father son Pistol Pete mascot. Pistol Pete, and they're calling Israel Three Pete because they want him to do it. Which like, uh, I would I need to be Israel. God, yeah. Well, you know, at least there'll be more to take True. the pressure off. True. Yes. Exactly. Uh, but Pistol Pete is so fucking creepy too. By the way, like, yeah. no thanks. Don't I mean, want that anywhere near me. Pistol Pete's creepy, and then Oklahoma, like university, not state, have the Sooners, which are like the pioneers who decided to invade Native American territory too soon before it was federally like annexed by the government or whatever. And that's what their fucking mascot is. And it's that's like cool. cool, Oklahoma. Just you're really proud of that trail of tears, aren't you? Yep. I mean, what else they got, I guess? Tornadoes. Um, Twister. Oh, that would be cool. Helen Hunt. (laughs) Helen Hunt, yes. (laughs) The Oklahoma State University Helen Hunts. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, totally divergent here because Chris watches college football. And so Mm -hmm. I see all, like, the football mascot names. And most of them are just whatever, like the Bulls or the whatever. But my two favorites which one of them can go to hell and one of them I am rooting for and they are doing surprisingly well in the season are um, the Texas Christian horny toads. And it's just a horned toad. Yeah. And uh, the Richmond spiders and the Richmond Ooh. spiders are now my team. They're from Richmond, Virginia. They're spiders and their uniforms are black and red. Hell yeah. That's cool. I like that. I'm like, why be boring like pistol Pete and just be like the fucking Ohio state, hurricanes or twisters or yeah, like yeah fucking piranhas i don't know some like scary Something animal creepy yeah exactly but like good creepy not like old man creepy yeah yeah like come on you could have like the kansas city cryptids there you go the chiefs like come on we exactly. can do this cooler names exactly sorry that was um, my my side track <laughs> no i agree i i i'm all i'm all here for it um, but yeah, that le- okay, let's go into episode five, which mm-hmm. this one's called All About Ginger. Uh, so in this one, Ginger is m- moving most of her stuff to Laredo before the wedding with some of the Duggar boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we learn a little bit about Ginger. They talk about how Ginger is the fashionista of the family yep. and how, you know, how books are Jeremy's personality. And so coffee is Ginger's personality. So well, books and coffee, they go together. A, so a I match guess, made whatever. in Barnes and Noble. Exactly. They're just like, a, yeah, they're like a fucking bookshop together. <laughs> Which, um, you know, could be worse. I guess so, yeah. Um, and then, let's see, let's see. They, okay, so they're packing up Ginger's shit. And at one point uh-huh. in time, she ran over a deer and some of their family friends taxidermied it. So now she mount, has it mounted on her wall. And it's like, that's... That's so Arkansas. It's so much because it's like it's not even a trophy like of something that you hunted and killed. You just fucked no. up and killed an animal and then stuffed it and hung it on your wall. She's, she said it was on her way to Spurgeon's birth that it happened. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that then he, so she's bringing. Sense. I know, and she's bringing it with her to Laredo, and it's like, uh, no thanks. I don't want like. First of all, just like taxidermy in general really creeps me out. Like I, when I was a kid, I was terrified of animal heads. Like I would refuse to go into any building that had any type of animal head in it. But like, can you imagine like hitting an animal with a car and being like, I killed it. Let me put it on my wall. I mean, that is totally weird to me. And also I have heard from people that I know tangentially that like they've hit deers and then put it in the back and then 
cut it up uh-huh. and eaten it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't want yeah. to. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I, good. I really like taxidermy, but I don't like hunting taxidermy. I like, like, mm-hmm. you know, people who find dead animals or, you know, roadkill like this, but in, in a much more tasteful way than like a hunting trophy mm-hmm. or just completely insane. Like the one time I stayed in Maine with my friends and the cabin we stayed at had a taxidermied raccoon in a canoe. That's cool. See, honestly, this sounds weird, but honestly, like, little taxidermied animals don't bother me that much, but, like, mm-hmm. he- it's mostly the heads that bother me, honestly. I think if it's the whole animal, it's less creepy, honestly. I think that's what it is, because I just hate the fact of, like, there's this just decapitated animal staring at you. Like, what's mm-hmm. the appeal to that? Yeah. Yeah, that's literally just, like, putting a head on a pike. Like, it's... Yeah, it's gross. It's icky. Like, it, like I mean, all taxidermy kind of has to do with mutilation, but it's also, like, a lot of taxidermists have a lot of reverence for the animals that they mm-hmm. are preserving and stuff. So, like, I right. can see where you can be good-hearted with it, but yeah, I can yeah, also definitely. see where you can be a piece of shit. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Man, we've really gone off on the, like, non-sequitur train today. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. We're rambling. It's, it's better than the flashbacks. Exactly. Um, because this episode actually did have a ton of flashbacks because it was all about Ginger, but it also had them moving their stuff to Laredo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took them 17 hours to get there, which I think it was only supposed to take them like 11. I don't know how it took them that long, but okay. Driving through Texas fucking sucks. <laughs> I've done the Austin-Denver drive twice, and that's 17 hours straight. And Ugh. it rains a lot in Texas. And like at one point in time, part of my car was like submerged. I don't know. It, there's a lot of stuff going on in Texas. I don't. Okay. I, this is the one thing I will defend the Duggars on. Okay. Well, that's fine. I don't know anything about it. So I'll just take your word for it. I'm hoping I will never know anything about it either. I'm good. Yeah. You're, um, fine. you're good without it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I've been to Texas before, but I flew there. So yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. Just fly um, places. So, yeah, the, um, let's see. They do some video chatting with their wedding coordinator. Which, why don't their, why doesn't their wedding coordinator know, like, two weeks before their wedding if they're going to have, like, ushers or yeah, like, hand out know. the pamphlet things? And this is, like, for, like, a thousand people. Yeah. Like, this is all, I don't know. I mean, and I know that they were on, like, a faster timeline. And, like, when I was planning my wedding, I planned it over, it was over a year that I was engaged. So, like, I had plenty of time. But even still, like, these are, like, things that, they need to be addressed and like ready to go and like yeah. you know figured out way before you know a couple of weeks before the wedding. Yeah, like the wedding um, coordinator should be like confirming the ushers' names so that she yes. can find them and send them on their way. Right. Versus like, oh, are you having ushers? Yeah, like uh, I thought, but then I hate when Jer- like Jeremy's talking about, like I had no idea how much effort went into this and I fucking hate it. Like mm-hmm. all of like these type of men who are like oh i had no idea that these things like took effort these women things to actually took time and effort and thought and it weren't just like done by house elves this whole episode was the epitome of the we don't need your fucking advice shut up to Derek, jeremy little bit of ben little bit of yeah. ben 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 is less so much less uh, like aggressive about it than the other men he's just so much more just like lay back and chill i mean he's just he, saying what he's told he doesn't he have is. unique thoughts he's married he's married to jessa like you don't need to think when you're married to jessa exactly. she thinks for you good for ben i'm happy for him yeah he's really found his barnes and noble yes exactly <laughs> God. okay so that episode was kind of like blah let's move on episode six was called the big day this is obviously 
about their wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but it starts off with the girls having what they called a pinning party to try on dresses. And I just want to know, like, why does every little thing that you have to do for a wedding, like, why does it have to be a new event or, like, a new type of party? Like, why can't you just be like, hey, guys, we need to gather. We need to, like, try on the dresses and, and, yeah. and make sure they fit. Then have a pinning party. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a really, like, old traditional tradition that, Maybe, like, I don't because, know. you know, there's, like, the last few times that you're ever going to see your sister slash yeah. daughter ever again. Uh, which is gross, especially yeah. in the modern world. But, you know, yes. she is moving, so at least that's, like, a tiny bit better. But, yeah, no, fuck it. But I did really like her veil and the yeah. train. Yeah, I think her, like, I really, she looked really beautiful, and I liked her dress and her veil a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and, it didn't yeah. look, like, Christian-y, evangelical yeah. It just looked like, you know, a modest dress. Yeah, it was it was really pretty. I, I liked it a lot. Um, one thing uh, Jeremy said towards the beginning of this episode I wanted to talk about, he was kind of trying to justify, I guess, how short their relationship was and how quickly they moved, because he was saying, he said, um, but we've been looking for each other for years. <laughs> and i'm like first of all you G- ginger's like 22 second of all like can't that be said for like everyone that like yeah like that doesn't make you special honey that doesn't, that doesn't make, make the fact that, that yeah you have a six-month relationship mean anything different like yeah i mean i know i'm one to talk we got married pretty fast but I'm not, yeah, and I'm not, like, I'm not criticizing that. Like, if you want to get married fast, that's totally fine. It, like, I would have, I would have gotten married to Kyler a week after I knew him. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew if when you know, you know. Sometimes, and I'm mm-hmm. not criticizing that at all. Oh yeah, but like, he was just so trying to justify it and be like, we've been looking for each other forever. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like no, that doesn't mean that you know each other. Like, mm-hmm. if you were like, oh yeah, you know, in this six months that we've been together, we've been through something traumatic or some large life event or whatever right. then it's like cool yeah you've had time to really like get to know a person in times of crisis mm-hmm. well and that's the other thing too is that and I've, i talk about this all the time because it's just so mind-blowing to me but like they don't get to spend any alone time together uh-uh. they don't know how each other act just between the two of them they've never experienced that not for a second uh-uh. so like you don't know that person at all i'm sorry no no matter how long you're courting Exactly. Like, it's all just text messaging and phone calls, which, you know, you can get to know each other. But I don't think they're, like, actually asking the big questions on phone calls. And I don't, for one second, think that Jim, Bob, and Michelle don't have fucking trackers on their phones. I was going to say, I know in other episodes, they haven't specifically talked about it between Jeremy and Ginger, but I'm sure it exists, that, um, like, any conversation between, like, whoever's courting and the Duggar like they're a, it's a family group conversation oh, yeah, also with Jim Bob and Michelle. I remember that from so, last season. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure it's something similar. Um yeah, which it's is just like fucking crazy. Never being able to meet the person that you're going to marry. Which right. I guess this is just, you know, one step from arranged marriages anyway because mm-hmm. they just want them to be pure and godly. Right. And the parents basically negotiate the whole thing. Exactly. So, yeah. Like it's right. Um it basically is like an arranged marriage, basically. But it it almost makes the it makes it seem like there is some type of like choice involved, mm-hmm. and maybe they feel like it is, but like really, there's not because it yeah. all comes down to whether or not the dad approves of it or not. Yeah. Um. And I get arranged marriages can work and can yeah. be fine, but everybody has to have a say. Everybody right. has to have a say. You got to be looking at that resume and being like, okay, mm-hmm. this guy. 
So the thing that makes uh, Ginger's wedding, I think, different, or I guess marriage, I should say, different than the other ones is that with Ginger getting married, she's also moving like 12 hours away mm-hmm. uh, with with Jeremy. So there was definitely some added emotions there, especially with Jessa. It was kind of like nice to see Jessa actually like get emotional and shed some tears about it um, because like they were really close. And so it was kind of nice to see, oh, like they do have human feelings, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not all fucked up, but, um, but it is sad. Like, cause I can't imagine, especially for Ginger, like Ginger's so used to having 18 siblings around her and now she's going to move to Laredo, Texas, where she doesn't even know any Spanish and like how, like it's like a Spanish speaking town. Mm-hmm. Um, and she only knows her husband who she doesn't even really know because, yeah. and there's no familial support. Like it's not even his in-laws are going to be there. Right. They live yeah. in Pennsylvania. Like, yeah, I, she's alone. I, yeah, I wonder, I, I just wonder how prepared she really is. She probably thinks she's prepared, but, like, I wonder how prepared she really is. Because that's, like, I can't imagine how isolating that is. Oh, yeah. But also, like, her figuring out and, like, being able to do it. Because since I've seen that they moved to, like, L.A. and stuff and her being a real person, I think that probably definitely has contributed to some of her straying from the Duggar line of definitely. evangelism. Because she's like, oh, shit. I am capable and I am, I can do this and mm-hmm. I am smart. Like, yes, they're still yeah. very religious, but she's not in the like all wives must obey their husband and say exactly what they say. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it is good for her for sure. But, um, yeah, would be so scary. Would be scary. scary. And probably very lonely. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> so there was one, uh, point. So they had Ginger's bridal shower and they played a game on who knows Jeremy best which thankfully Ginger won and Jeremy's mom got second place, which I thought that was appropriate. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. <laughs> One of the questions that um, that was asked was, what was Jeremy's birthday? And Michelle says, you can hear Michelle in the background say, I don't even have my own kids memorized. I mean, for every other mom out there, I totally fucking get it. But Michelle, no, it's not funny when she says it. It's you come not here and you pop out 19 children and you're just like, God's going to handle it. I don't even need to know when they're born. <laughs> God will remember their birthdays. But do they are, are do they celebrate birthdays? I can't remember if they do. They do. Okay. They do. I mean, I don't know how like they're all, they always post like birthday messages and they have like little birthday parties. I don't think they ever do like huge things. But yeah, they yeah. do celebrate birthdays. Some. I didn't know if they were full. Yeah. You never know. You the never know. The only birthday that matters is the birthday of our Lord. Exactly. Exactly. That is true, though. Actually, I don't disagree because I love Christmas. I fucking love Christmas, too. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I love snacks. <laughs> Christmas snacks. It's just the food, <sighs> the vibes. Dude, immaculate. They're more talking about the first kiss. Mm-hmm. Then we finally get to the fucking wedding. We finally get to the wedding. Well, we finally get to them fucking working on the the, the oh god floral yeah i forgot about the flowers <laughs> which took so long and they were so dramatic about it it took so much effort like it was really pretty it turned out really beautiful and mm-hmm. i liked it a lot but like it was not worth the pain that they went through to get that at and all cindy was fucking losing it like the only reason that she did not murder someone was because of the cameras i'm sure exactly when they when she found out that they did not have those buckets i thought she was gonna oh her head God. was gonna fucking pop off i know she got so mad like honey baby 
just send someone down to the Home <laughs> Depot. Like they've got. She was like, money. I sent multiple text messages about it, and everyone confirmed that they had them before today. And it's and like then, they they have them. They're just they're in a different full car. of dead like, mice. Calm down. I mean, it happens. I did like that they found the dead mouse in the hotel yeah. room in the bucket, and they were like, "Let's just Let's... throw that one on out there." That's okay. Um, but yeah, then we get to the wedding, and. They do weddingy things. The fucking she's like surprised that the wedding started already, but there's twenty people walking down the aisle before her. Yeah, it's got to like, start sometime, or else yeah. you're never gonna get to walk. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, they have a wedding. Apparently, their wedding was at two p.m., which like that's like the worst type of wedding. Mm-hmm. It's like the you don't want to serve people lunch and you don't want to exactly. serve people dinner thing. But I it's guess like, it's a thousand people. Yeah, but uh, it's like I would no. Not a no. 2 p.m. wedding. Mm-mm. That's like nap time. Sorry. But yeah, they got married. <laughs> they kissed. Did we see it? We didn't see it. I think so. I thought it cut. I, it we might were have having cut. I don't remember. YouTube TV issues where it cuts off like 20 seconds before the commercial break to give us the commercial break. And then it's like the next 20 seconds play. And you're like, oh, shit, I thought it was a commercial. Yeah. I feel so. like I remember them kissing, but they might not They have. kissed at the cake. But okay. I don't think they showed the kiss of them on gotcha. stage because then they interviewed everyone about how magical the fucking kiss was. Oh. It was stupid. Stupid. Please let me know um, if I'm lying to you guys. I don't, but I don't yeah, think they yeah. showed the kiss. I think they were like, it's private, like Jessa. Why Why do they put so much emphasis on the kiss? Like, it's a kiss. I don't know. It's probably the same fucking reason that back in the day they made they all carried everybody off from the reception and listened to them bang that they knew <sighs> that the marriage Christ. was consummated. I hate I hate everything. Yeah. Do you think they did that for them though? I think that um, Derek and Jill one hundred percent told them where they could go bang. Hell yeah. In between the ceremony and the reception. Because they're like, yeah, we told them, you know, some, some tips about kissing. And then we told them about some plans to do after the ceremony. Ew, and I was like, Derek did his like creepy fucking ghoul eye fucking bullshit. And I was like, God. Ugh, ugh, ugh. That, me, that literally makes me want to fucking die. Yeah. I literally watched this part of this episode like an hour and a half ago or two hours ago now. <laughs> so nice. I'm still very... <laughs> very traumatized. much traumatized by Derek being like we're not gonna tell you what we said Ew, okay well good I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it at all I know I feel like Jill and Derek are fucking kinky and I hate Ew, that I think I that because like I, I get feel that like, vibe too yeah. I get it too and I don't like thinking about it no I don't even like to say the words kinky and Derek in the same <laughs> sentence but like he has some oh, kind God. of shit going on. He read Fifty Shades of Grey too many times. Do you think he gets gaggy? <laughs> hmm. No. No. <laughs> no. We're just going to say no. He's not allergic to her. He's not. That, that we know of. It's gotten worse of. since he's met Jill. Who knows? Yeah. Probably because he's outside not just being a goober on his video games. Allergic to Duggar. God, oh, God, I didn't say this about the last episode, but when they go back to the um, dorm where he lived, 
Derek lived and they were like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like, oh, such good memories here. Da, da, da. And his mom's <laughs> just like, this is the only time I visited here was when I told you your dad died. I know. She's like, I was here when I told you your dad. I'm like, God damn, Cindy, read the mo- read the room. We're having a good time. I know. But God, and I love that Derek just never even thought about the fact that it might be a little traumatic for his mom to go back to. Oh, of course. Of course. Well, women don't matter. They don't matter. They don't have feelings. Their feelings are invalid. Is that going to be our title for this week? Duggars on 2020. Women don't matter. I mean, it's true. Yeah. All right. Let's go into the last episode, which is honeymoon and a courtship. (gasps) So in this episode, we go to Ginger and Jeremy's honeymoon in Australia. Mm -hmm. I wish I was in Australia right now because I don't think they have COVID anymore. Yeah. They at least have people doing stuff. I think they had one case the other day of someone uh, well, who came in from South Africa, but that's fine. Yeah, I would love one case. I know. Um, anyway, so they they do all the stereotypical Australia stuff. We got the boomerangs, we got the didgeridoos, we got the koala bears, we got the, the whole trying trinity. to do the Australian accents. Of course, of course. Um, nothing really exciting. I mm-hmm. don't think. No. Um, just them, you know, having sex. I'm sure. Oh God, so much, and it's gonna be so, so much. gross. Yes, um, and then the other half of this episode, we meet Austin Forsyth, who has—he mm-hmm. was actually he made a little cameo in the wedding episode. I noticed. Um, oh. He is a—he's been a family friend of the Duggars for a very long time, um, and he comes from like he comes from a, a a weird family, like a fundy family. But there's only two siblings, but they're like they're like fundy preppers. They are. They are. And they, I think there's like a lot of, been a lot of like abuse and stuff in that family. And it's like not great. So there's that. Uh, but he comes and of course has to ask Jim Bob permission to court Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, he has all the classic Duggar skills. He's into the cars. He's into remodeling and flipping houses. He has a pilot's license. It's like Jim Bob's wet dream for a husband for her oh, daughter. Yeah. 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 That's who Jim Bob wants to be. Yes, exactly. Married to um, all of his daughters. <laughs> oh, God. sorry, but God, the scene where he tells um, Ginger that she looks so beautiful in her dress always is just tinged by who Jim Bob is. Because like any other any other dad, like Michelle, yes. like any other dad, saying you look so beautiful, like that's like proud of your child. Yeah, and looking but it's like, like she's not a child anymore. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nah, no, Mm-mm. don't get the same vibes from Jim Bob. Mm-mm. um unfortunately but um so jim bob of course leads austin on but ultimately says yes of course you can court my daughter you can do whatever you want with her she is your property now pretty much please take her i don't want to have to pay for her food anymore exactly um so after that later on uh austin takes joy to a scenic overlook by her house by his house um and asks her to court and she is so happy and says yes I would love to. She's 19, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. At the, in the point of this episode, I think I was looking it up. So, um, very young. Yeah. You just got to marry them off quick. Yeah, I mean, before they can form their own thoughts and opinions. Before they spoil. You yes. know what they say about bad apples? They ruin mm, the whole yes. bunch. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the end of this season, though. It ends on a on a positive note for for joy and austin and it just means that we're gonna have season five that's the joy show exactly joy and joy and austin at least we get away from ginger's crazy eyes Mm -hmm. and i mean i'm sure we'll see them and pretentious jeremy but at least they're not the 
the focus of this next season. So yeah, yeah exactly. Thank God, thank God. Lord, I don't know. They're all nuts. Out. I mean, it's nice <laughs> to just get a change, though. Oh yeah, yeah. No, enjoy. Doesn't have the personality. Like, does the sheer number of personality that Jessa yes. and Ginger have? Yes, exactly. She's just she's she's much more simple. Yeah, she's very much the uh, what's her name, Lydia from Plathville. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm just happy to be included. Oh, uh, poor Lydia. I just want a friend. No. Oh, Joy, you're so joyful. Joy, oh, joyful. Joy she's so joyful. She has to be. It's her name. Yeah, I bet. Like, even if she was like the most pessimistic person in the world, they'd be like, "Well, she's full of joy. She's that's her name." Yeah, yeah. God, I'd be so pissed if my name was Joy, just because like I am not a joyful person. Uh uh-uh. No, and I mean, like, I can see if you have like a like she's Joy Anna and like Joy something. I feel like that seems less of like a, a commitment word. to be yeah. jolly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I hate the name Joy, too. Sorry to all the yeah. Joys out there, but you got screwed. My name is Sad. <laughs> My name is Rage. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Rage. <laughs> I like that. I like that. See if it's ironic or not. <laughs> Speaking of them, I probably should have like said this at the beginning of the show, but congratulations to Ginger and Jeremy. They just welcomed their second baby girl a like a week ago, mm-hmm. Evangeline Joe Volo, which the Joe Volo flow of that kind of bothers me, but that's okay. Yeah. Is way better than Spurgeon. That's all that matters. Yeah. Evangeline, you can be a regular person. You can be an Angie. Yes. You can be an Eva. Eva, Evie, anything you want. Lena. Yeah. You can. Yeah. It's fine. It's not Spurge, Spurgey, or Spurgey cousin. Those are your mm. options. Spurgealicious. Spurgealicious definition. Make the boys go loki fresh. <laughs> okay, so I think that about wraps up this week's episode. <laughs> but we will be back next week with another episode. If you guys have any suggestions for things you'd like us to watch, anything new that's come out, or if you want us to go back and look at some older stuff, like we are down to do whatever, just send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We did have our first real email this week from our friend Allison who asked about Holly and Ivy because I never actually said the name. (laughs) Well, here we go. It's called Holly and Ivy. It was very fun to get an email from a listener. Oh, yeah. So more emails. Even (gasps) if you just want to like chat with what we're talking about or if you have anything to add, we just like talking to you guys. So feel free to send us anything. Yeah. Um, And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, YouTube, YouTube, Reddit, <laughs> at uh, TV Literate, um, all one word, and we mm-hmm. love hanging out with you guys there, and you know, we just really like to just chit-chat. Chit-chat, hanging out, yeah. Yeah, the reason we do this podcast is because we just want to talk to more people about our very weird kind of niche interests. Exactly, exactly. The more people I can trash talk the Duggars with, the better. Like. Mm-hmm. That's my life, my life philosophy. And like a group of people where we could get together and talk about trashy TV and not get into fights about like, oh, well, black lives don't matter. Like, yeah. I really want. Yes. A beautiful community of trash lovers that can hold these people accountable or at least uh, understand. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So spread the word, spread the love. If you want, if you have any trash minions in your life that you think would like this, uh, mm-hmm. let them know because... We are recruiting. 
Yeah, we're recruiting for we're recruiting trash heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll have to work on a name. But, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to us, we would much appreciate it because I don't know. We just we just want more people to talk to. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Come hang cool. out with us. Shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we will see you guys next week. Uh, stay safe, stay warm, and wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a balaclava. Hell yes. Stay Rob warm and wear a mask. <laughs> Two in one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.